Talia, Reese, and Julia do it so well. Shows, shows, show, shows, and tell. Hello, 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 and welcome to the most dramatic episode of Shows and Tell yet. My name is Talia. I'm Julia. I'm Reese. <laughs> and this is Shows and Tell, the podcast where we tell you how your favorite show became your favorite show. And this week, we are absolutely blessed to be speaking about the one, the only, The Bachelor. I personally feel like this is a way long time coming. Yes. We've been talking about this one since the very beginning. We've been talking about this one since the very beginning, 110%. We've always, we're always like, oh my God, this like has to be a big episode. Who's going to do it? Obviously, you guys know I step up to the plate. I was going to say, a lot of people were thinking I was going to do it. A lot of people have lost a lot of money because they put down, you know, a lot of bets saying that Reese would do it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone thought it was going to be me. I mean, it made sense that I was going to do The Bachelor or The Bachelorette just because of how big of a... (laughs) Wait, wait. Notice how much it's influenced your life. tuning in for the first time to this episode, like, and you don't know that we're making a little joke. Um, wait, question. Like, does this yeah. only count as The Bachelor, or does this also count as The Bachelorette, too? I'm definitely going to talk about the franchise. Like, I have Bachelor-specific things, and I have franchise uh, context and explanations. I, I, I kind of have it all. Okay. Love it. You're just, you're just I, This curious. is going to be a lot to pack into an hour. I think that we're going to pack. Like, I think we're going to be able yeah, to pack. No. I think I, I made a pretty concise, like overall outline i yeah. i think we've said this before like that we could do part two part three of bachelor if we really wanted to and like there's just so many eras and decades there's an entire podcast about the bachelor there are too many to count like i, I can't even tell like explain how many bachelor yeah. podcasts there are out there get a job um, <laughs> <laughs> seriously losers yeah forming enemies with Anyone that's ever been on The Bachelor. All The Bachelor podcasts? Yeah, my sworn yeah. enemies. Wait, I thought we were making a joke because, like, we also spend our free time doing the podcast. Oh, no. I was, like, yes. I was, like, partially making a joke about us. Like, but yeah, I was yeah. also... It was spe- a two-parter. Yes, I was specifically targeting Bachelor podcast. Right, and you guys know my favorite thing is to explain a joke. Yes, us because... Yes. Uh, (laughs) that horse has been dead for years um but what's it called yeah us because we're technically a a bachelor podcast for this episode alone yeah oh god yeah you're right but in general if you're a bachelor bachelorette podcast i don't like you um (laughs) if i meet you in person and then you bring up like hey i heard you on the podcast say like you don't like people like i'm a host i'd be like great don't like you now great point point blank all right, so we're not going to be asking Reese about his history with the show, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Ask me my history. No, I mean, I will, but I like to do, you know, my, my, my order of things. Um, I'm going to start. I feel like I don't really want slash need to catch up with you guys because both of you have kind of been up my butt the past few days. So um, That's true. We have seen each other a lot recently, like more than usual. I know, but it's nice. We had a really, really nice um, – I – I don't know if it was – if you guys felt that it was nice, but I felt that it was nice. We had ice cream on Reese's roof for his birthday, his 24th birthday. You know why I think that's cute? Because I feel like when the three of us 
of us first started hanging out like in New Orleans, that was the activity that we would do. Is we'd yeah, we would drink an ice cream. And I'm like, the whole time I was thinking like, wow, we started at Creole Creamery. Yeah. And look at us on Race. We ended group. up at Van Luen. Well, it's like, there's like one way Van to Van Luen? Yeah. <laughs> People say it like that. They do. No, no one says it like that. <laughs> Van Luen. Van Luen. He do say it like that. Oh my Guys, God. Guys, DM us. DM us. Yeah, I'm not, how do you pronounce? I'm probably not in the majority, but people do say it like that. No, yeah. people say Van Luen. That's what I said. Yeah, and I'm sure some okay. people say tomato, but like those people are assholes. So. Right. <laughs> Never asking me on my own episode. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't, I don't personally feel the need to like hear, you know, how your, how the past three days was. Do you? Wait, no, we don't need to like, catch up. But I think we should tell the listeners what flavors we got. I got oh, okay. honeycomb fudge peanut butter. Vegan version. Of course you have to get the one that has like four different things in it. Yeah. What did you I get again? Anthrax. Double chocolate brownie fudge. But Julia got an avocado. Guys, it's the best dessert ever. I'm cultured. It's popular in Italy. They had to bring out an espresso machine. They were like, yeah. what? Who orders this? <laughs> I don't think that Reese and I were like, oh, Julia, like that's not a popular dessert. Like I don't think that that was our commentary. I think our commentary was that it was like 8.30 and you were saying, I'm going to take a melatonin later. Will this keep me up? And we were like, yeah, like it will. Yeah. I did did have a bit harder of a time falling asleep that night. (laughs) Right, 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 right. (laughs) But I did take two melatonins and it worked. So yeah. It was worth it. Okay, so we know in the battle of melatonin versus espresso, melatonin takes the like, But you need a lot. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was a nice time. Reese, anything you have to add? No, it was tasty. I liked it. Just that he's <laughs> so happy he's been spending so much time with his favorite girls. Oh, well, also, Reese has officially declared this his feral boy summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've started... Yeah, no, no, no. I, I feel started... like last year was my feral girl summer. This year is Reese's yep. feral boy summer. Going shirtless places, gonna gonna bite people. Um, oh, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Biting. Yeah, if you... I think you have a bit of a different definition of feral than. Oh no, I'm going like not like feral like Julia like uh, doing like, like what? Dance what do floor, I do that's feral? Doing like dance floor makeouts. My feral is like <laughs> borderline assault, where it's like I'm gonna be biting people. I'm going to be like... <laughs> I hope you get canceled from that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> what? That I'm going to be biting people? The borderline is Oh, yeah. No. No, no, no. <laughs> not, not of that variety. Like, battery. Like, I'm going yeah, to, right. like... Yeah. Like, I'm going to, like, be in the subways. Like, climb it on walls. Right. It's going right. to be, like, exorcism, chaos. <laughs> like, it sounds, I'm... like, dirty. Like, like filthy dirty like filthy really yeah dirty. i'm gonna yes. be oh yeah. my god do you know that guy what's his name uh from the wild thornberries donnie where he goes yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. gonna be He's, me you're, you're gonna be doodle bob <laughs> <I'm> going, <laughs> oh my god it's a doodle bob summer <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> any last words reese me uh, <laughs> on TikTok tomorrow doodle bob summer yeah uh hey guys <laughs> hey guys Okay, I'm ready to talk about the Bachelor. Yeah, let's, let's dive in. Yeah, let's, 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 do, let's it. do it. All right, okay. So we're going to start and we're going to preface what this famous, infamous, however you want to categorize it, like what it is at its core. So the Bachelor, and this is 
like OG The Bachelor? Is an American dating and relationship reality television series that debuted on March 25th, 2002 on ABC where one man dates 20 or more women, like sometimes it's 25, now it's like 30 or 35. It's a lot of women, depending on the season. (laughs) Um, Women go home each week until there is one final girl standing or so, or that's how it's supposed to go, with the intention of a proposal at the end at the season finale. Um, For the first 25 seasons, the show was hosted by Chris Harrison, who's just like a general television personality who became like very much like the bachelor man um yeah and it is now hosted by jesse palmer a former bachelor himself and a former nfl player what happened to chris yeah i'm gonna get into it in a bit in our controversies and scandal section oh, no. because yeah he didn't he didn't yeah. go out so well it was no it was pretty it was it wasn't it wasn't yeah great. it wasn't great do we like jesse i so i haven't watched the most recent season um, so I, I don't have an opinion on Jesse. I will say that there was a season of The Bachelorette hosted by previous Bachelorettes, Tasha and Caitlin, and, and I liked that because I'm a big fan of theirs. I feel like I've read that Jesse's just, like, kind of boring and plain. I don't have a personal opinion. And also it's just, like, you know, the, you know like, American Idol and, like, the OG judges were, like, Simon, Paula, and Randy. Yeah. yeah. It's, like... Then every judge, even though I feel like Katy Perry has been a judge on American Idol for many years now, will never associate like American Idol with Katy Perry. No, I, you're personally. right. You're right. Where it's like anyone following, no matter how well they perform yeah. the like the hosting job, is just yeah. going to be yeah. a shadow. Also, he was a Jesse was a bachelor so long ago, and like there are so so oodles and oodles and oodles of bachelor personalities. That could have done this that fans would have been more excited about, like um, Wells Adams, who is the bartender on Paradise. Oh, I like Wells. Yeah, I mean, he's wonderful, and he was definitely yeah. a contender for host. He's dating what's-her-name? Sarah Highland. From, yeah. Sarah, Sarah Highland. Highland. They're engaged. Fun fact, and to kind of start us off, the yeah. only season of The Bachelor I ever watched was the season with JoJo, The Bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah. And that was he actually was on the it. first season I've watched. Yeah, he yeah. was on it. And I was like, oh, Wells is a cool guy. Him and yeah, JoJo, so cool. him and JoJo had absolutely zero connection. It was just <laughs> like a thing where it's like, Wells, cool, good looking dude. JoJo, yeah. cool, attractive girl. They just had zero chemistry. Right. Well, that's yeah. you know what happens with yeah. like the top like the always it's like the the last like ten, the tenth, ninth, eighth place. Always it's just like hot and charismatic but doesn't end up yeah and they were just like yeah he had just like floated by because he was so cool but i like the jojo season i watched so much fun yeah it was good it was a great season yeah yeah i mean leading off of that well i'll I'll tell you guys it airs on abc but it is produced by warner brothers studios um so like every time you see like an after the final rose or anything that's uh live in a studio that's at warner brothers and it was created by um, Mike Fleiss, who really keeps up with the people on Twitter, you know, tweets updates. Um, so he's very visible, I would say, to the audience. The Bachelor is the original of the like franchise, but there have been a million spinoffs to name a few. Obviously, The Bachelorette, as we just talked about, there was Bachelor Pad, Bachelor in Paradise, The Bachelor Winter Games, The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart, <laughs> and um, there have been many international editions of the shows. 
Um, there have been 26 seasons of The Bachelor, 18 seasons of The Bachelorette, seven of Paradise, three of Bachelor Pad, one of Winter Games, one Listen to Your Heart. And I wrote, boy. Um, and my personal first <laughs> season was Ben. I think his last name was just pronounced Flanick, but it's spelled F-L-A-J-N-I-K. Season 16 in 2012. When I think about it, it That's feels wild. like 2008. But um, it wasn't 2008. It was 2012. And I would watch with my family. And my dad is like a notorious television talker. And now, now I am as well. And like, <sighs> I just remember him always being like, why is he kissing every girl? <laughs> He's kissing another girl. <laughs> <laughs> in our like living room that was connected to our kitchen and like the whole family was watching together it wasn't the most appropriate thing that we did as a family but I digress and yeah I mean guys like this show is reality like I would yeah. put it on on par with like the icon level of like Kardashians for what Kardashians yes. did for reality I think Bachelor did that level for dating competitions um yes. it is the dating competition it is the blueprint um, and I will just like, no matter how bad it gets, I do think there's always like, there can always be a redemption arc. I do think it is going to continue. Like, I don't, I don't know, maybe I'll eat my words, but I don't see it ending before five more seasons, at least. This is just my opinion. For me, I, I started, I started in, I guess that was like eighth grade. Um, and I watched every season. That's wild. And some Bachelorette seasons I would watch, some seasons I would get bored because I think I was just more entertained by, like, the women contestants than the men. And then college, I was – I loved it. Like, I mm-hmm. – senior year of college. Yes. Well, I loved – my favorite season was Hannah Brown's season, my favorite mm-hmm. Bachelorette season. And I, I do think it's one of the best seasons of Bachelor or Bachelorette that they ever had. I remember you watching it during Wonderama. Yes, so that was Wonder Almost Number, so it was 2019. And then I was excited to watch Peter's season because Hannah's men were iconic. Like, it was Tyler Cameron, who I'm going to talk about later, yeah. um, and Peter Weber, who is the pilot. And they chose Peter to be The Bachelor. And we watched Peter's season in my house in college senior yes. year. And it was, like, Emily, who I lived with in college, who I live with now, we would, like, every, anybody could watch with us, but only her and I were allowed to talk. And it was like the event of the week. It was very, very Same. important to me. And I was really, really into it. And I have always loved Paradise. I think the concept of Paradise where they take contestants that were eliminated from Bachelor and Bachelorette, put them on an island, make them pair up, make them fall in love, make them get engaged. Like it's perfect and actually pretty successful in terms of like how many couples are still together. That being said... I have not watched a full Bachelor season in uh, – I don't even know the answer, actually, to that question. Fake I, fan. Fake fan. <laughs> fake fan. Maybe because it was Peter and then Colton. Or no, Colton mm-hmm. was before because Colton got us Hannah. I didn't watch Colton's season. I haven't watched it in a long time, and I really – I don't like it. I think a lot of people have it. Um, I find it incredibly boring. Yeah. All of it. Like, even Bachelor. It sucks. I'm not like absolutely devastated, but I definitely like I think about when I was watching Hannah and Peter seasons and I was just glued to the television. So is it like a thing like do you think it's because it's you getting older and you are developing I have a theory about it. Now? Or do you think it's a confluence of like bad casting or like a change in climate, like social political climate? Yeah, I think it, it's not me because I love this shit. 
Like, it's just not. Like, I my taste is the same. I have a theory about this, if you want me to share. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the a big root of it is, like, influencer culture. Yes. And I was going to talk about influencer culture at the end, but I can just talk about it now. People come on this show. Basically, when you when you go on the show and then you make it to a certain round or you're given a certain edit, whether that's a good edit or a bad edit, like, you're going to end up with some sort of following. And with any type of following at this day and age, like, you can just make money off of advertisements and be an influencer and, like, that can be your job. So – I think when the show first started in like the early 2000s, it was genuinely like either like good looking people with good jobs who genuinely couldn't find love or like weird people who were going to entertain us or blah, blah, blah. And now it's just the show is just an influencer factory. And uh, so it's, it's like people so are obvious. people are going yes. on to the show. They're like, yes. like girls will yeah, be like, like I'm going to be the villain. Like I'm going to be the villain. I'm going to be like the sassy one. I'm going to be the sweetheart. Yeah. I'm going to – ah, okay. So I'll give that, an example. Like, yeah. there was a contestant on Matt James's season. Um, this was 2021 or so. It was in the past couple of years. And her name is Kit Keenan. And I knew you were no, going to bring her up. No, no negative anything toward – no negative anything toward Kit. Her mother is Cynthia Rowley, who is, like, a fashion designer. Um, and she's kind of just, like, a New York socialite. And I think she was 22 when she went on the show. Either 21 or 21, or I think. And I mean, she had no chemistry with Matt. She was ve- she's very cute. She did nothing wrong. She wasn't even that like pot stirring. It's just like so obvious that it's like okay, like this is the beginning of my like influencer journey. Like it was so clear and plain as day. I'm, I I just looked like, her up, and yeah, yeah there's like. So many, so many people I know that like are content creators in New York. Like, <laughs> fucking thirty of them follow her. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. she's a content creator now. It's 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 nothing bad against her. It's just no, no, no. It's th- just it's just really taken the. I think it's it's yeah. taken the authenticity out of the show. Where yeah, before it was like people could be themselves and people would love them, but now it's very much the school of yeah. thinking that like people are going and trying to heighten themselves. Or at least get their face out there. They're not there yeah, for what yeah. it actually was. Yeah. Also, I, I feel like casting has like casted a lot more of these people that are already kind of like socialites or like yeah. already like sometimes have like an Instagram following or like yeah. whatever. And like also, I, I feel like the casting has gotten a lot younger. Oh like, my god! Yeah. Besides, like obviously Claire Crowley, but I think they brought up the age of Claire's yeah a little bit. Yeah, that's the last season I watch. Oh, God, guys. So that's just, that's just, I don't know. That's, so that's, I, I don't watch anymore. Like, I love Paradise. I think I'll always go back and watch Paradise. Like, there are a lot of characters that I know and love that I didn't know because I didn't watch their seasons. And then I just was like, I love the concept of Paradise. It always entertains me. So I'll get to know them. And I'm like, totally fine with that. And and I do think I watch, I'll watch Paradise this summer. But like, I don't. Unless I watch Paradise, this is what usually happens. I watch Paradise. I find somebody I really like. Maybe they're the next Bachelor or Bachelorette. Somebody from Paradise. Okay. And then and then maybe I'll watch the first couple yeah. episodes. I see. So, it's funny that you say that. Like, on Twitter, a decent amount, I'll see people more invested in the Paradise version than they are in, uh, what's it called? 
A hundred percent. The regular version yeah. of The Bachelor Bachelorette. Also. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How, how should I refer to the show? Because I don't really. Bachelor. Yeah, but it's all for the, the Bachelor franchise. The BCU, the Bachelor Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the people are called Bachelor Nation. That's like a pretty legit. Oh, okay. So Bachelor. Okay. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, I'm not going to use it, but I'm yeah. glad that it exists. <laughs> yeah, it does exist <laughs> because yeah, Bachelor and Bachelorette are different. Because think about it. There's like a community. Yeah. Think about how many people have been yeah. involved. It's so interesting, and I also think it's crazy because. I feel like half the people, like, choose to, like, continue associating themselves with The Bachelor. They do all the Bachelor podcasts and whatever. And then half the people, like, really try not to associate with the franchise after. 110%. I think this conversation is a good segue into my next section. And that is reality, Steve. So, in my opinion, Reese, the reason that you've seen Twitter, like, Bachelor content have you ever heard? Have you ever heard of Reality Steve? Grace, fu- no. Who the fuck is? Wait, can I give my background on the show? I never even oh, talked about it. Like, yeah, go for it. Okay, Boo. I've started Boring. so many seasons. <laughs> <laughs> You're so mean to me, Reese. Guys, yes. <laughs> no one realizes Reese bullies me on this podcast. No, people, people realize. Reese didn't realize. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm going feral <laughs> i'm just gonna pretend that those last 20 seconds didn't happen anyway <laughs> um <laughs> so i've started so many seasons of the bachelor starting with jojo but the only one i've seen from start to finish was pilot pete and i loved it Every second of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The reason I stopped watching all the other seasons I started is because I just looked up what happened on Reality Steve. Uh, yeah. Okay. This is Wait, my point. Okay. Is it a website or is he a person? Both. It's a go- Okay. It's a gossip website. He's been doing television reviews for like two decades. And then he started doing Bachelor and Bachelorette. Um, and then there was this like crazy twist in 2009 with this with the Bachelor who his name was Jason Mesnick. It's like still one of the most like quote-unquote dramatic moments where he like went back on the girl that he sent home he dumped a girl chooses another girl to marry dumps the girl that he proposed to and then proposes to the girl he sent home basically and they were married jason and molly mesnick were married up until very recently so they were married for like over a decade so it was like sad that they broke up um but obviously that was before my time but i guess that uh reality steve received a tip about this ending and like he posted it and then from that moment on it was kind of this explosion of he became the end-all be-all of like knowing bachelor t and like he has like inside people people submit things to him and he just has all the spoilers so like at the beginning of a season before season has even aired before abc's even announced the contestants reality steve will like post the contestants and like their hometowns and their and something about them an Instagram handle on Twitter. And then he'll start posting, like, his, you know, the final four, the hometown dates. And then final two. And then who wins? And what happens if they're still together? Like, he knows everything. But recently, he hasn't been knowing everything. See, I don't – I've never been – this is my next point. Never, ever, ever been a reality Steve or spoilers girl. There are two ways to watch this franchise. I was going to say, this guy sounds like he sucks. 
Oh, and and he sucks. Like, he's had a lot of controversy. He's been sued by ABC for spoilers in 2011 and 2017. He's had major backlash from many Bachelor Nation. Yeah, wait. The whole point is that it's, like, supposed to be entertainment. And it's, like, yes, I understand. There's, like, obviously problematic shit about the show. But, like, don't be a dick and ruin it. Like, No, but it's fun. To no, see it's what... not fun. It's not fun. This is my point, Reese. I knew you were going to side with me. I'm honestly in the minority. I don't like spoilers for Bachelor and Bachelorette. I don't like knowing things. Like if it's a season I don't care about and I lose interest, sure. But Hannah Brown, I'm pretty sure that I found out about Jed and that she – Hannah Brown had like three guys left and two of them were wonderful, like Tyler Cameron, who obviously now is – real life celebrity and like literally went to kim kardashian's snl rap after party like he's like actually a celebrity wait, wait, wait. what do i yeah what do i know that name because he dated Gigi hadid and he's hot and he's a real celebrity yeah. he's like one of the most successful bachelor contestants ever i'm doing so much social research on the side right oh now. my god yeah mm-hmm. hell yeah wait one second tyler cameron Let he's so yeah. hot Oh, he's, yeah. he's really beautiful. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. This, this is a handsome guy. Oh, he's a handsome guy. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, he was on the episode I watched. Uh, he yes. sent a clip, and there's this, like, yeah. uh, there was this, like, insane guy who was like, Luke P. I'm in love with her. She said no, but it doesn't matter. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, this yeah. is, he, was, he was in that season, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah context i didn't want reese and julia first of all there aren't that many like full bachelor bachelorette seasons out like i would have had them watch something from peter or hannah season and i couldn't find anything good so i was like let's do four youtube videos that show like either my favorite personally my favorite moments or just like iconic moments um and this is on the more recent end like i know there were a lot of really iconic things that happened like in the mid-2000s that I'm just not, like, privy to. Um, So I sent them clips, and I made them watch Luke P. coming to the fantasy suite rose ceremony, where he gets sent home before the rose ceremony. I remember watching that with you at Wonderama. Do you remember that? Yeah, because Hannah Brown has clarity about how he's legit one of the most horrible contestants that they've ever had. If you looked up gaslighting in a dictionary, you would see this man. Oh, my God. It was so... How is he able to be bad in such a small time frame? What do you mean? So it's like... It was eight episodes. It was like nine or eight or or nine episodes. Wait, so what does he do that's that... Like, he seems like a terrible human, but what did he do in such a short time frame to make everyone hate him? Do you get what... Do you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, yes, 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 yes. From I that remember small the, listen, snippet, I was like, that guy. Sucks. In every season, yeah, I mean, he was horrible. In every season, there is a villain, and it's like sometimes the producers overplay the villain card and kind of have to frame somebody to be the villain. Sometimes they're genuinely a rotten person at your at their core, and you can tell. Luke P was a rotten person at his core. I think a big thing that he did was Hannah Brown was like very religious, like Christian girly, yeah. and. Luke was also religious and used that as like their connection in faith, oh. like used that against her. Wait, you're telling me someone who's super religious is bad? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the show has also gotten very Christian. It was always very Christian. Please. I feel like that also feeds back into like the fact that like they're 22, like yeah, yeah. That was also a big thing on Pete Pilot Pete. 
basically the whole season, like he was horrible. He would antagonize the other guys and she loved, she really liked him. Like sometimes like the leads see through their villain. Sometimes they don't. She really liked yeah, Luke she P. Did. She even on hometowns, you're supposed to send somebody home and then fantasy suite. You're supposed to have three people. She didn't send him home. She brought him into fantasy suites and they were having dinner at fantasy suites. He was like, if you've had sex with anybody, I don't want to be with you anymore. And she was like, well, bitch, I have. Jesus Christ. She said, like, I have had sex and Jesus still loves me. Yeah. That's what she wait, said. Wait. And she had sex in the windmill. Did, did he say he had sex with anyone? No. Like, in his life? Yeah. Or was it like... Because it wasn't the conversation. It was like, if you've had sex with anyone on the show. Oh. Okay, still, that's like, insane. Yeah, I did it in the windmill. <laughs> yeah. Hell and yeah. With the Hawkeye! With Tyler Cameron! Yeah, let's go, no, T. No, you don't know your you don't know your trivia. Peter Webber. Oh, fuck, fuck. I messed up. Okay, yes. Yeah, and then, whatever, he comes back, and you guys saw the clip. He comes back and basically tries to get Hannah to, like, I don't know, take him back. And then Jed and Tyler put their big fuck, well, I mean, Tyler's big-ass body, like, in front of him, be like, what are you going to do, dude? And Peter is just standing there. Pussy pilot Pete's like. He's just standing there, like, watching that happen. I did take notice. I was like, those two guys, like, puffed up their chest. And then, like, the third guy in the background, like, after two minutes of them, like, pushing him back, he's like, yeah, leave her alone. Like, all right, bro. Like, they have it handled. Yeah. So I had them watch that because it's it's also my favorite scene of the whole franchise. Um. Yeah, good for her. She handled herself so well. Oh yeah. my god, she's royal. I, she's a queen. Yeah. They watched Colton jumping the fence when Cassie dumps him. Basically, he only wants to be with Cassie, so he like runs away from the producers and like jumps over a fence. Now, Reese. Do you know that Colton is gay and engaged to a man now? I know that he's gay. Okay. And, yeah. wh- and like, I think... Well, he also, like, stalked Cassie. Yeah, he also stalked Cassie. Well, okay. Yeah, like, so, first off, glad he discovered himself. But... Of course. He completely yeah. swindled an entire studio? Like, I don't know. Dude. Doesn't this seem somewhat, like... I, I don't know. But it I think it completely deflates the show. Like it's like oh, like this is just this yeah. is this is just falsehoods. That's a really good point. Yeah, where it's like I don't know if they're not even doing the right research. I I hear you on that. Like that that makes a lot of sense. I would have loved if he had his own like if it was The Bachelor only it was all like gay contestants. Yeah, people have been saying that, but okay, what you think about it? What would be wrong with that? Why wouldn't that work? Uh, well, I mean, for viewership, because then you'd have no. like. Well, that's what I'm the thinking. The contestants would all date each other. Oh. There has to be a lot, a lot of people fighting for one person. One person. Why oh. the fuck? Like, seriously, if you think about it. No. Actually, Bachelorette Australia, she was bi and she had women. Wait, and that actually... Watches. I don't know what happened. I don't know. That honestly seems like an, another good show. Like, what's wrong with that? Where it's like... Well, yeah. There's Are You The One. Are You The One, the purpose was to, like, find your match and, like, go through everybody, not to... No, but they did a queer season. I know. I, I watched it. It was great. Yeah. I don't know. I think that could be nice, because then everyone has a chance at love. But it's a... That's, that's a not different the purpose channel. of the show. I don't know. This Then it seems alienating. It's like paradise. Hmm. They had one of the contestants. Her name is Demi Burnett. Um, she was on Colton season. She was dating a woman after she was on Colton season. And then she like went to paradise and then they brought the woman on. Oh yeah. She was like out of bachelor nation. They brought her on 
they dated through the show, they got engaged, they broke up, and now she's like a bisexual icon. Uh, no, I'll let, I'm sorry, I'll let you continue. But a lot of good side tangents. Yeah, no, I'm very interested. There's so much to talk about. And then we watched on After the Final Rose, Barb Weber, Peter Weber's mother, Pilot Pete's mom, tell off Madison, who that wasn't a mess of a season. That ending was a mess I of a season. I love that season. I love all the girls from it, especially yeah. Hannah Ann. Oh my God, yeah. And Barb basically being like, this isn't going to work. Like, I mean, it didn't work. She was right, but. I was going to say, I checked. They broke up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, they broke up. Um, Peter's like not doing too well. He, no, he's doing great. He's a pilot, but like in the public eye, he's not doing well. No, I think he's just doing his own thing, honestly. Yeah, whatever. But that was a whole conversation. Like, do you side with Barb? And yeah. I did not like her. I did not think that was appropriate. Like, there were like other scenes of when Hannah and Peter like had sex in the windmill, and they like talked about it on after the final rose of Hannah season. The parents were like in the audience, going like. Like clapping and yeah. being like, "Woo, my son, my son!" Like it was so whack. But that was a big yeah. cultural conversation. The mother. Yeah. Um. And the last thing that I sent them was on Ben Flonic season, which was the first season again that I watched. There was this, and I did not remember this until it came to me yesterday. Yeah, I didn't. I'd never seen that one before. It is a viral auto-tuned song of Courtney, who ended up winning the season, but it was also the season's villain, was like this model that went skinny dipping with him that all the girls hated. So it's this auto-tuned song of her being like, I'm a model, I'm a model. And it went really viral on YouTube. And I also just thought it was like quintessential old bachelor meets youtube auto-tuned viral culture it was so like 2000 it was so like early 2010s like i thought it was even like 2009 i thought it was even like a little old for its time yeah maybe a little bit so those are the four clips that i showed recently for context on the show because i just didn't feel like an episode would do enough damage but yeah i i think i pretty much explained reality steve he's a controversial character but he expands the conversation of of the show immensely. And it really is like, what type of viewer are you? Um, and obviously now, like, there are so there's so much bachelor discourse. It's not even funny. Like, we already talked about the podcasts and obviously like Instagram in itself, just with all these people trying to be influencers. But I think he I think he started it. Like I think he started all all these conversations. Um, and it's so crazy that it's like this guy who was never affiliated with the franchise in any legitimate way is like this blueprint for basically all of the gossip that surrounds it. This is my take. Do you guys have any questions up until now? No, I've been I've been uh, adding in. Uh, please keep going. Yeah. I have nothing at the moment. <laughs> sure. I think that there has always been a big question with this show about like what are behind the scenes and like yeah. rules for a Bachelor contestant in a lead and just the general culture of the set and the production yes, has really always been on people's minds. Like, I don't think there are plenty of shows that you watch and you're like, you don't think about what goes on behind the scenes mm -hmm. if you're not a TV person. But I think that you can't possibly watch The Bachelor, which is such an aggressively edited and curated show, yeah. so aggressively. You can't possibly watch it and not wonder like, what is actually happening 
I did a little bit of digging. Um, there have been a lot of a lot of contestants have written books. The girl Courtney, who won Ben Flanick season. I don't know. I guess I'm talking about it so much because it was like the first one I watched, but she wrote this book about how like she didn't go there to make friends and about being the villain. And Andy Dorfman, who was a bachelorette, who was pretty beloved by everybody, wrote a tell-all after being the bachelorette. And there was one specific LA Times journalist named Amy Kaufman, um, who is a proud member of Bachelor Nation. And she wrote a book called Bachelor Nation Inside the World of America's Favorite Guilty Pleasure. And this was, she says facts based off of interviews of dozens of producers, contestants, um, celebrity fans. And it's just kind of chock full with all this like juicy stuff. I want to share with you guys some of that stuff. I do want to preface a lot of times, like when I was doing research, I would go read something and then I would go to a different website and I'd read something else that totally contradicted it. I think a lot of people have opinions. I don't think that we're like ever really going to freaking know. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, all I can – all we can do is like report based off of what people say and they insist that, that it's factual. But I don't think that we're ever really going to know unless we were contestants ourselves, um, which I don't personally plan on doing. I don't know about you guys. I would um, never. I probably would would be the most likely to and he would never. I wouldn't. I don't want to be an influencer. Yeah, I have some. Yeah, behind the scenes facts. Some of the some of these are from the book. First of all, we talked about how like afterwards the contestants they gain their fame. They're kind of able to make money. A lot of them quit their jobs to go on the show. And like they talk about like, oh yeah, I quit my job to be here. They're like girls going home in the first night, being like, holy fuck, I just quit my job. Um, the contestants are not paid anything to go on the show, but the leads, so the Bachelor or the Bachelorette are paid at least 100k i think that number sounds super low to me i think it sounds super yeah but they know they're getting so much fame just no there. no that that checks out that seems you like, think yeah because they know exactly what they're getting in return yeah. um that number honestly seems high tbh <laughs> really okay what about paradise cast members getting paid between 7 and 15k does that no, does that, that make sense out. i because it's like, like an eight week filming or like 10 week uh yeah they're gonna pay them like minimum wage but it's once again like it makes perfect sense because they know that because they're on it they're gonna be able to make so much more money and also right. reality so tv like... doesn't pay well and like yes right. we yeah. view them as quote unquote famous but there's no yeah like it's the same thing with american idol yeah where it's like carrie underwood like a megastar and like when she was like doing american idol that like all the way through she she was making no money like right yeah yeah it, i mean it, on jersey shore they didn't pay them for like the first two seasons that's right. exactly and like then they started paying them because then obviously they got agents and management but like for them it was no and like also for jersey shore is different because they were always the same cast members but it's like with big yeah. brother where it's like when you're going in and out like where they cycle you through yeah you're the one that's yeah. quote unquote lucky to be there yeah. but i know right yeah, I guess that makes a lot of sense. So I'm, um, yeah, I, I like that reasoning. I'm glad we cleared that up. The biggest contradiction that I saw, some articles were saying that contestants are encouraged by producers to drink. Some articles were saying that there's a two drink minimum per night. Well, I think they made a lot of changes after. I think they made changes. Like the Corinne incident. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about that? I honestly don't really know what happened, but I remember there was a season of The Bachelor 
It was Bachelor in Paradise. Corinne was a villain from a previous season. And I, I actually watched the episode where this happened. They they don't say what happened, but basically, like, it says, like, there was an incident where someone was too drunk and it kind of sounded like someone, like, touched someone inappropriately or, like, tried to do yeah. something sexually. And I think that the show was paused or something. Yeah, they made a big deal out of it. Like, the show acknowledge that there was something that happened behind the scenes and that they would be making some sort of changes and i believe one of the contestants left the show yeah 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 the the guy left see that's what always makes me uncomfortable about these shows where it's like they're like what was that show that we watched the dating show with the british people love island love island yeah I'm sorry, I got, I get, that wasn't a joke. Like, it was Love Island or, because <laughs> there's that and then there's Too Out to Handle and I get those mixed up. Sure. But yeah, with Love Island, like, the first thing that happens when they arrive is that there's just, like, bottles of champagne and every single contestant's like, should we start drinking? And it's like. Love Island, though, Love Island, they do minimize the drinking. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I Every report. That. But this is the difference. I think, I think my theory is that, like, Love Island has learned from, from Bachelor because. Yeah. Because Bachelor it doesn't, it doesn't used read. to be fucked up. Like, yeah, I mean Jersey Shore too. Like, when yeah, well, the Jersey Shore, they're, they're like there to drink. But another one of my notes is that like the rose ceremonies tend to go until the morning. So if you're looking for an example, for example, at like the first night where they have twenty five or more women that they like need to send home a certain amount or whatever the first night is, in the morning, like first of all, it's daylight outside of the mansion. And the girls that get sent home are, like, obviously very drunk. So it's, like, they've obviously been there for hours and hours and hours yeah. and hours on end. And they're obviously very drunk. So it's, like, I don't I, – I can't imagine that there's a two-drink minimum in the later seasons, maybe now. And I think that shows like Love Island have learned from shows like Bachelor and seen, like, okay, like, that's not how we want to do our contestants. Because – Love Island, they really there's not a lot of sloppy drunk scenes, yeah, or at least not in the recent one, recent ones because they've like kind of cleaned up cleaned up their act. So I don't know. I think that I'm guessing they can probably like get alcohol if if they need to get alcohol. But yeah, and then and then just to that note, like at the end of a rose ceremony, let's say where they've been doing things all night and girls get sent home, you've been drinking. Obviously, you're gonna have an emotional reaction. So there's so much commentary like oh my god it was the first night she didn't know this guy i can't believe she's crying she's so dramatic blah blah blah. great television whatever like no think about it think about the circumstances and then just like this one thing like broke you you thought at least you were gonna get through this horrendous night and then you know go on to experience the rest of the show and like the good sides of it and then you get absolutely nothing and then the producers take those clips of you sobbing at your lowest and that's you know they put them on there and this opens up the conversation of the producers in in general i feel like this is one of the biggest shows where 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 the audience comments on the producers yes and is like the 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 bachelor producers did this the bachelor producers do that i think it goes back to like the longer that reality is a thing, like reality TV, the more people are familiar with it. Where in like 2005, if someone was made to be the bad person in reality, no, everyone was blaming the person. Whereas today, everyone knows yeah. how produced it is, how corporate it is. 
Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Now we look to the people behind the camera and the people, you know, the execs, which is really cool. Yeah. And like a lot of contestants have come out and like because of they are so big on social media, they can say like, oh, that was edited bad or like. Yeah. They're allowed to whatever. just take clips from different whenever and just put them all together. Yeah. And this is in contestants. Um, This is in contestants contracts like they sign off on basically being portrayed however the producers want them to be portrayed. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, it's, and it's like like they know that, or at least hopefully that they can like steer the ship back into whatever like whoever the villain is can make themselves out to be the good guy. But like, yeah, when it comes down to it, obviously it's whatever the producers want. Which is also, I'm curious, do you know if the producers have a say in who gets cast, or is that a separate department, or like, is there any yeah. like specific criteria to casting? Definitely, like I think it's a it's a very long. I mean, think about right now like how many people because because as we beginning of the conversation bachelor equals influencer equals like you don't have to work Mm -hmm. so think about how many people are now applying to be on this show um i do think there is a lot of scouting like through social media and like that's how a lot of the people end up being on it but there's also so much like qualification that you have to go through there's like a full psych evaluation. There's an 150 question personality test. And there's like multiple, multiple rounds, multiple auditions. Like there are a lot of different hoops that you have to go through. And also like you are, you are making a big like decision, you know? Yeah. You are one of the, I'm like aware of this, but one of the craziest things about like being in bachelor nation is like, if you let's say break one of their rules and you um and you give a spoiler when you when you're before you were supposed to you are going to be sued by them right like so luke p remember the crazy guy who like got off from hannah season like i didn't know that yeah i actually i actually didn't didn't know either until i maybe maybe i did it it sounds like familiar but he like broke spoilers early probably because he was like having a hissy fit that everyone was against him yeah i guess it's for i guess it's for breach of contract right like yeah yeah so they sued him. And then also just in general, like in their contracts, it says that production or ABC or whoever it may be, like has a say in everything you do for the next 12 months. And I even feel like from what I've seen, like for example, there's this contestant, Tammy, I'm pretty sure she was on Peter season and she's yeah. made a lot of commentary like Finally when's my contract contracts or, up yeah. like i'm gonna spill so much tea maybe that's because she was on like seasons of paradise i feel like it could be longer than 12 months for some in- instances but to me like i don't remember if you guys are hunger games fans i think you both are like yeah you know how in the hunger games for the entire like rest of their lives the victors are indebted to the capital and basically have to do whatever the capital says like obviously this isn't the rest of their lives but like Sean and Catherine, for example, they're this very successful married couple. They have three three children, arguably one of Bachelor Nation's like most successful couples. And I'm sure that they are not obligated to do things with the franchise. I think that they're probably invited to and they say yes and then they're paid. But like that's like their life kind of. They talk about them in every season. Yeah. yeah like and it just – it freaks me out. I'm sure they're getting a check. Like, Yeah, of course they're getting a check. But it's just like it freaks me out. They're also like Sean and Catherine's wedding was televised. So ABC has the right to televise marriages and like they get they get paid. They get paid $10,000 per hour of of however long their wedding is 
That's is wild. televised. Um, I also read that at the end of a season when you get engaged and you get like a Neil Lane ring, you only get to keep the ring. Um, it's like a very just big, fat, expensive engagement ring, Reese. You only get to keep the ring if you stay together for two years at least. <laughs> you have to give it back if not. So it's just like like after the show, they're so owned. They're so hev- heavily regulated during the show. Like, I mean, this isn't a surprise, but they like their phones are confiscated, obviously. They can't have computers, magazines, music, even books. Like, they're really in their bubble. This is another reason. Like, can you guys imagine? Obviously, you'd be going a little nuts, so, you know? Yeah, well, I think that's probably why so many of them break up afterwards is like they met in this bubble and then right. I mean, my general my general theory of, like, why people become so obsessed with The Bachelor Bachelorette is just, like, imagine if you had legitimately no phone, no computer, no speaking to any other person, and all the only thing you have to do is think about one person. Yeah. And then your time with them is, like, so romanticized. So I do believe that the contestants fall in love with the lead. Oh, it's just not a natural environment. Like, it's a competition, and they're being forced to compete against one another. It's not an endearing show or anything like that. Um, That is, that, that is my biggest problem. I think with the show, not that it's not entertaining, not that it's anything like that, but just that it is so unnatural. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, also one, one interesting thing is, and we can kind of transition into talking about like scandals is it's interesting because you were saying it's such an unrealistic way to pe- meet people and it's so true because like on matt james's season i was like reading an article that he like it was like a snippet from his book that was in a magazine and it was he was basically saying like basically like there's a scandal where people found out that the winner of the show i think she was the winner had like racist images and like had these pictures on like a plantation and like all mm-hmm. this shit and like he was like i literally found out about that like months after like the show like like how you would have never found out about that like in this bubble that they were filming in you know what i mean like they didn't have phones yeah basically what happens happened in in that context was it was matt james season matt james was the first black bachelor rachel Lindsay was the first black bachelorette um and i think it went rachel and then taisha and then matt james so he was the first black male lead and he ended up choosing this girl named Rachel Kirkconnell. They're actually still together. Um, And it came out that Rachel had old Instagram photos at this old South Plantation themed party in 2018 in college. Um, And she also like liked posts with Confederate flags in them. Um, This is like, unfortunately, a a pretty common theme. Like Becca Kufrin also, like her her fiance that she chose that – Garrett that they're not together either also he was liking like controversial they're actually not together because of like political differences um but he was also liking controversial posts yeah I don't know Rachel apologized I mean it's not like I don't think any of our place to accept her apology or not or comment on like how she should be perceived now at all she did did apologize but this brings the brings it back around to Chris Harrison the reason that Chris Harrison isn't with the show anymore, and I do believe that, like, if this hadn't happened, he would have been with the show for a lot longer. He defended Rachel's actions and excused the past behavior and was basically like, 
she didn't know any better or like something along the lines of that. And then everyone was like, dude, like there's no reason to be defending her right now. Like let her take the heat and own up to her own actions in some accord. And he was let go. Weren't there other things also? Like I'm not sure. I could be wrong. But weren't there other things that came out about Chris Harrison or my? It was kind of just that. Okay. Like that was kind of like the last straw. And yeah, I mean, he he defended her in June 2021. It was announced that he was stepping down permanently. Um, and he had he he like made a statement and said like by excusing historical racism, I defended it. Yeah, and yeah, I think the show has a pretty common problem of lack of diversity and inclusion. I was about to 100%. say every clip we watch just looks like yeah. Oh my god! If you typed in white person in like stock photo website, like it's like fraternity at the University of Alabama, like very white, very Christian not diverse in any way shape or form i think obviously we've seen as a culture on on television especially like whatever whether it's reality or scripted like i think there's a major push um which is most certainly due for more diversity on screen and bachelors had some i don't think that it's that it's there yet they're putting in a certain degree of effort whether that be effort to say that they're putting in effort or real effort and I think a lot of shows do it to say that they're putting an effort. That's like kind of up to the viewer, but it's it was quite the way for for Chris Harrison to go down, and it was quick, quick, yeah, very quick, quick. He was out, and now like just for context on Rachel and Matt, like they're still together, and she she's like, I don't know, I don't know. I think it's still in people's like when I see her, I definitely think think of that, and I think it's still in people's brains. But they're still together, so. I, I don't keep up with anyone. I do-ish. I do, depending on the, the couple. Okay, guys. Shall we compare? Yes. I feel like there's so many more things we could have talked about, but we covered so much. And I, I think, as we said, like, we could do part five, eight, ten, nine yes. million. Wait, can I just say one quick thing before we compare? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so cheesy when people, and a lot of them have been doing this, is when they write books like about like yeah. Matt James just came out with a book. Hannah yeah. Hannah Brown came out with a book. Um, Colton came out with a book. Like, yeah, there, it needs to stop. That could be one of my grievances for the week. For character comparison, I'm excited for this. I think Reese is Wells. So I see that. this is a big compliment. And I actually was like, oh my god, that's funny that you know Wells because like I feel like you're kind of Wells. Thank you so much. Vibes. He seems yeah, you're welcome. He seems like a decent dude. Like. He seemed, and this is I, this is why I'm taking it so much as a compliment. When I saw him on it, I was like, "Why is this guy on it?" He's just like, "Yeah." So that's he's what just I mean. Like bopping so he, around. Yeah, where he, he also ended like, up being the bartender on Paradise. I don't remember if I mentioned that. Yes, you did. And right, so he was just kind of like a bystander. He would like listen to people's problems. Exactly. He, like, yeah, he didn't seem like. I was just like, there's a type that goes on these kind of shows, and I was like, this guy just even like watching him on the show, I was like. He doesn't feel like he belongs here. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of his vibe. And honestly, Reese, don't kill me for saying so. Like, you could go on The Bachelor and be a different vibe. And, like, you would definitely get attention and, like, viewer and lead attention because – Can Reese go on The on the Bachelor? Because you're different. And right. people don't yeah. have people like you. And, like, that would attract, you know – 
And it's like funny. It's always good to see people who don't know anything about the show on the show. I think, yeah, I was going to say, if there was a season of The Bachelorette, I think I could make it to like the top 10. Just yeah, like coast, so just coasting on vibes. Fans yeah. being like, oh, this guy's kind of funny. Like he doesn't have, you know, he's not six foot four and absolutely jacked. Like, jacked. He's just, uh, every, he's not fighting with anyone. He just seems to be uh, having a good time. Everyone seems, yeah, like. Yeah, you'd be good to have on there. I would, I think I'd be a good litmus test where it's just like, I'm a control group. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah everyone's just like c- competing for this girl. And I'm just like, come on, guys, let's play some foosball. <laughs> yeah, you'd make some friends. Exactly. I'd make some friends. I'd probably, you know, like. Maybe me and The Bachelorette have, like, one steamy kiss under the windmill. But that's about it. I don't even think it would be steamy. I think it would be, like, really forced. No offense. No, no, no. It'd be, it'd be a good one. But then we'd both yeah. be like, nah, it's, it's better. It's better if we don't. <laughs> Julia and I immediately going, ew, at the thought of Reese kissing. Ew. I don't want to think about that. Don't. Okay. I'm asking you not to. But now we are. Oh, my God. Imaginary Reese, stop. <laughs> ew, that's ew. really icky. Okay, Julia wrote for herself that she thinks she's Kelly from Peter's season. Yes, because she did not give a fuck about the fact that she was on the show. She was just like, she like didn't care about the activities or like the other, she didn't care about the drama. Yeah, but you know what other vibe I feel like you have? Hannah Ann? No. <laughs> like Corinne. <laughs> she's too chaotic. I'm not that crazy. Oh, you're not chaotic, I, but I remember you're like, her. I feel like you wish you had a nanny. I don't think I really watched her on the season that she was on. Whose season was she on? I don't um, remember whose season that was. What's her name? She was on. Um... Was it Corinne Olympios? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I just looked her up on Instagram. I was like, I remember when she was all over Twitter. Oh, she was on Nick, who I actually. Oh got. my god! Of course. Oh my god! We didn't even talk about Nick. We can't. We can't. We can't do it. I don't think I'm her. Yeah, she she went viral for saying that her she said her vagine was platinum. That's that. That was her. Those are her words, not mine. Those are her words, not mine. I'll say it three times. I don't know if I would say that. Well, wait, okay, so fine. So I'll give you Kelly. I love Kelly. I feel like she was just like didn't care. Like she was literally just be like sitting in the corner, like drinking by herself, while all the other girls right. were like fighting. And then she ended up getting the guy in the end after he. I know she did. The last three, she. So Reese, for context, Kelly got fifth place in pilot Pete season, and she ended up dating him after the show ended. Nice. I don't think so. I don't. I don't like the fact that the show has to end in a marriage. I mean, yeah. And a lot of the recent seasons, it hasn't. Good. And then, finally, for me, um, I gave myself Claire. Why would you give yourself Claire? I was gonna say you're Hannah Brown. That 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 is a compliment. Yeah, that's a huge compliment. What how what aspects of Claire do you see uh, in yourself? I watched her season. I don't know. I guess I don't. I don't know. I think I just saw it and I was like, I feel like people think I'm this crazy. Maybe maybe not my current day thing. Like maybe not my current day life. But maybe like in college. Like I was kind of a little bit more, as shall we say, um, desperate. And just Claire is very like. I don't think you're desperate. No, not now. Holy crap. Takes a lot to crack me now. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe fine, but Hannah Brown I'll take. Yeah, I feel like Hannah Brown Hannah Brown also like, was involved in controversy. We didn't even talk about it. Oh my god, I forgot about that. 
I think she, honestly, do you know what, about yeah. this, Reese? No, I was just you gonna say, know. being on the show is a controversy, to be honest. <laughs> no, but she like was singing a song and like mouthed a word she shouldn't mouth. I I have a feeling it's probably a song that she shouldn't be singing and probably yeah yeah of course i'm assuming she's white she's very white i think that's our that's our episode we can do grievances if we can do them quickly um yes i can say mine in 30 seconds my grievance is actually i'm gonna time you okay my grievance is cbs self-checkout what the fuck is going on literally every item I, I went to CBS today, bought like five items. Every item there, I had to have help someone come help and like scan it for me. And I was like, this is slower than if I just went up to the counter. And now all the CBS is near me. They only do self checkout. And oh. I hate it. There's always a problem. And that's all I have to say. And why do I always spend $50 at CBS? It's so expensive for always. no reason. And right. I'm done. Uh, my done. grievance, I'm piggybacking, I'm piggybacking off of it. Don't put anything behind glass. Uh, yes. <laughs> stop doing that. Like, if, yeah, someone, if someone's going to steal, just let them fucking steal it. No one, yeah. the only person hurting is is big pharmacy, is, is fucking big pharma. And it doesn't matter. They're, they're going to steal some, like, stuff that they need. You know, shampoo, yeah. soap, toothpaste. Yeah. Like, it's replaceable. The, all it's doing. You can also is- ask someone to open it it and then just walk out with it anyway <laughs> exactly and it's like it doesn't make a difference like the police would not arrest them over ten dollars of stolen goods they'll just be like don't do that return it like you i don't even think you could get fined for that like maybe you could get fined i don't know but like still it's just it's another it's another hurdle there's no reason for it just get rid of it out perfect my grievance is Ticketmaster. i fucking hate fucking Ticketmaster. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bad mouth the Harry Styles fandom because it's not their fault. But I will say that Harry is doing 15 one five. It was ten, and now it's fifteen shows at MSG in September. We could not get a singular ticket. We live. I, I am at Madison Square Garden every single day. I commute there. I commute there. We could not get a singular fucking ticket on Ticketmaster. We had multiple access codes. Also, like, how are they giving out the access codes? Like, what are you basing that off of? Some people who don't even, who aren't even fans are getting multiple access codes. I haven't gotten a single, singular one. Even when you get them, there's like a 2,000 person waiting room. And then you get into the, and you get into the queue and you get into the waiting room and you can't even get the fucking tickets. It is the most depressing and horrible environment and we literally on the night before we had the pre-sale access code we did a hairy seance and we put out all of our like stones and shit and we like said chance to bring us good luck and it didn't work and we didn't get any tuckets and now i'm gonna have to spend a month's rent on uh resale tickets um and it's ridiculous and um i hate being a hairy fan that's it i'm so sorry but i'll be going to the shows no i've been seeing some insane shit about that that's all we have. And us. I would I would go to his concert. I I like Harry. I just am not going through all that effort. That's why it's like when I see people like when I see people who I know aren't fans or like when I see people who are sorry, casual fans. Everyone's a casual fan. It's like I I would love to go to like a Dua Lipa concert, right? Like Yeah. Is this a bad time to tell? <laughs> Do you have tickets to the to to September? Yes, that is actually about a time filming. 
No, I was kidding. Yes. I, I don't. Oh my god, that's not funny. No, I thought that was kind of funny. It it wouldn't oh, have been funny if I. I believe it wouldn't have been funny if I actually uh, had. Them. Well, I, I, I believed him because he went to Halloween for free when I paid a fortune for it. In which my is defense, fine. in my defense, it was really fun, and I was glad that someone yeah. took me. Yeah, exactly. So people would be no. Going. I'm sure I would have so much fun at Harry. Oh my concert. god, it was probably the best concert I've ever gone to. And if I yeah. I. I wouldn't say I was like a light fan before. Now I'm like I I wouldn't say Moderate. I'm a diehard. But well, like the no. new album also is lit is no skips, just not one. Did you guys enjoy the episode? We did. Yes. Okay. The, yeah. the listeners are done listening. Just they don't need to hear this. Do you think bye. they are? Stop listening. T- turn it off. Tell you press stop. Okay. Bye.